He konai e purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Whakanui a whakamānua te rōpū e haramai ana ara ko mōtai tangatarau. Niro, e te iwi, te akahana wata makaipaki i te rōpū kapaka o tū haurangi Ngāti Wāriau. E te iwi kwa wakai kai mai anō, te rōpū no tarohe ao tainui o te pau o manga tāwhiri. E whakai kai mai nei, no tarohe o tā maki makaurau, ko ngā tūmanako. The energetic introductions from the MCs back in 2019 at the Olympics of Kapahaka, Te Matatini, hosted by Iwi of Te Whanganui Atara in Wellington. The RNZ National covered the event from the commentator's box at Westpac Stadium. The vibe was, of course, about the performances, the anticipation of what each rōpū would bring to the stage. Māori small business owners sold everything from fashion to hats, ponamu necklaces and Māori-themed kitchenware. Design aesthetic is um, very clean, minimal. Uh, we like to play with graphic prints. Uh, tapu Tapu is a way to bring te reo Māori into homes through using homeware. We have Tanga Ponamu Greenstone Treasures, it's what we call the business. Are these homemade or? Some of them are these ones here were. And then there's the kai, with thousands to feed. Every day there's something for everyone, from vegan cakes to hangi, smoothies and sweet treats. We are selling watermelons and ice cream. Where you half it and then you put the... half it and put two scoops of ice cream of your choice and um, put a little bit of watermelon back on it. And of course, groups from around the Motu, as they say, attend Te Matatini to leave it all on the stage after months of wānanga and practices and, of course, fundraising efforts. Te Matatini is three days of competition and one day of the final pool, which is undoubtedly an aspiration for all hakaropu to reach. Back in the day, in 1972... The event was known as the New Zealand Polynesian Cultural Festival. In 1983, it was renamed the Aotearoa Traditional Māori Performing Arts Festival. And in 2004, the late Te Wharehuia Milroy gifted the name Te Matatini to mean the many faces. The biannual event is a highlight on the Māori calendar. But when the COVID-19 lockdown began in March of 2020, it cast doubt on whether large-scale events would go ahead, Te Matatini being one of them. The next festival was to be hosted by Ngāti Whātua and Tamiki Makoto 2021, but... One of the biggest events on the Māori calendar, Te Matatini Kapahaka competition, has been postponed until February 2023. When the festival does go ahead, all visitors and participants will also have to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Te Matatini Chair Salwan Parata said the decision followed overwhelming concerns from Kaihaka about having the competition in Tāmaki Makoto in 2022. Former RNZ journalist Matai O'Connor reported on the story last year. Now, on the future of Te Matatini, its chair, Salwan Parata, had this to say. In 2023, it may not be business as usual. It'll be a different world. I think postponing it until then will give our kaihaka and everybody a chance to take a breather and be reinvigorated to have Te Matatini Heringa Waka Heringa Tangata, 
back in Tāmaki Makoto. So it's been three years since the last Te Matatini. But for those chomping at the bit for a fix of haka, this week on March the 11th, the board marked 50 years since the festival began. Te Matatini, the organisation, will produce a 50-song album and a book filled with recollections and memoirs, which is what you'll hear coming up. We'll feature RNZ coverage of previous festivals. Mauri Ngātoko of the group Te Kapahaka o Ngāti Ranginui in Tauranga Moana talks about the changes that she has seen over the years. Plus, we'll also delve into the RNZ archives. E ngā iwi o te motu nei rā te mihi kia koutou katoa ko Justine Maria Hau e mihi atu nei kia koutou i runga i ngā taumahatanga o te wā. He kōrero tēnei e pāna ki ngā hua a tāne rore me ngā mahi a rehia. groups from around the country and Australia gather every two years to participate in Te Matatini. Now usually there's busloads of supporters. Groups travel from other regions and quite often they'll spend months fundraising to pay for things like accommodation, transport and food. It's a real collective effort. But what does the festival, what does Te Matatini mean to others? Sharing a lot of information through waiata, kōrero and bringing our kuia and kaumātua together. Aye. What does it mean to me? Me it's Māori Day, yeah, where Māoris come combine, get together, and then battle it out in haka. Matatini for me is uh, you get the multitudes of Māori to come here. This is the, uh, the grand stage, the national stage, to showpiece our, uh, our culture. Yeah, just a get together of, of all our body, bodies. Beautiful, it's been lovely. I think Matatini is about um, striving for and achieving excellence for Māori through Kapahaka and Waiata. Uh, you know, that's sort of the main kaupapa, so to speak, but I think under that it's about a coming together of Māori and iwi and celebrating our uniqueness in the world. When it comes to the world of kapahaka, Mauria Ngātoko says she is now retired and with over 30 years' experience, she's probably earned a rest. Uh, she's worn a few Portai. As the former main tutor of the Kapahaka Ongati Ranginui, she's written many Waiata, Haka, and Motiatia. Now, thinking over the past few decades, she says the level of performance has reached new heights, but the Kopapa remains the same. 50th anniversary, March the 11th of Tematatini. What comes to mind when you think of the Tematatini? I think it's been a good springboard to enable kapa to put out their waiata and their haka to remember their loved ones, their ancestors that were in tegu part or their iwi and their hapu and their marae, to recall certain historical events within iwi history that still apply to today. From the time of watching, I think it was one in Hastings in the early 80s, um, 
where everything was so simple to the eye and and the real was so understandable to looking at the complexity of how Kapahaka has evolved within those 50 years to this point in time. Mm. Uh, we have, you know, te kounga o te reo, the quality of the reo that is coming out of our compositions across the motu is absolutely taumatarawa. Um, the melodic tunes, I guess, the, the, the music that is selected for those wires can either captivate an audience to want to go back on that group's performance and learn it, or not. <laughs> um, but it's all those historical things that come with the 50 years or people, places, events, histories, kōrero um, nehe, um, that is, to me, the one thing that has not changed. I mean, it may be asking you to choose a, a favourite niece or nephew, but uh, is there a group that stands out for you in that time, um, maybe from their composition to their sheer kaupapa they were trying to portray to the audience, choreography, uniforms? Is there one group that kind of sticks out to you? I'm not going to lie. I mean, te wakahuya, mai rango. Um, you know, for those of us who have been fortunate to read the book of um, Bub and, and Nain Wehi, it's a beautiful story and it's a, a beautiful arrangement of how they continued their kapahaka from a Portuguese coast. And then the urban shift saw a lot of our people leave their hometowns to find mahi and they were able to do that in Auckland. And I guess um, when they first busted out on the scene in 1986, you know, 13 years old. Wow. And watching them down in Christchurch and just in awe of the music arrangement, the actions that that um, allowed their compositions to live. And I've they've always had a soft spot in my heart. Um, but certainly, like Nasi Raginui with Te Waka Hoia, we have seen the new era coming through within those 50 years. So I'm talking about the back in the time of uh, Paige Moyo, Rick Moyo, um, Auntie Henemawa, Rikirangi, you know, all those ones that yes. were the early chapter, you know, the cousin Tomika few. I mean, Kei Reira Tonuia, I think. <laughs> they were the early chapter of Te Waka Hoia, and that's the chapter that drew me you want to keep watching them even later. You know, what's your thoughts around the decision to obviously keep everybody safe from this uh, COVID-19, but, you know, missing that Matatini event, or as I think you mentioned, you know, some of the people of whānau around you are sort of jumping at the bit to get back into it. What are your thoughts around that? Um, from a retirement perspective, <laughs> um, it's a great thing. But I know that for, you know, I can only speak for some of Ngāti Rangirui, initially they were welcoming the break, you know, because that's six, three to six months that an individual gives towards either a regional or a matatini campaign. Mm. And um, I know for those of our kaihaka that had kids, that have kids, um, welcome that break. But a year on, um, those same people are actually missing that space, and I think it's that hunger to get back up there and represent your people as best you can that's um, been part of the drive for the current Paumaru or Ranginui, whereby they still meet regularly. Um, you know, uh, look at ways of how they can start doing their, their drills, their practices, their noho, 
um, even though matatini um, isn't happening at this stage, but it's also about keeping them current, fit for purpose, fit for kapahaka. Right. Um, so, you know, for the, for the hungarangatai, they must sit. You, you mentioned te waka hui, and is there a certain uh, bracket that that you like of theirs? Uh, 1986, The Lion King, and so an '86 for me was the Apoi Ite Timatanga. When I talked about the creation, an um, '88 again, I was the Apoi uh, about the separation of Rangi and Papa Wahine Tane Puroto in 1990. Uh, the Manu Kokiriata was a '92 and '94. Taku Manu uh, Taku Manawahine and '96 and um they are liking themselves to certain native birds or te ao Māori, so, you know, mokuake, they have a special place in my heart. Tēnā koe e Mauria nā toko, who says she is now retired from Kapahaka, but is still that ringawera, that taituara or support person with te Kapahaka o Ngāti Ranginui, no te waka o Tākitimu. Now, to perform on the Te Matatini stage, a group must first gain a placing at the regional competitions. For example, the competition in Tiarua is the Rotorua region, Matatua, the Bay of Plenty, Tainui Waka in the Waikato, Te Taitokiro, the Northland, or Waitaha, the South Island. Te Tiko hosted the Matatua regionals back in 2016. I was there and talked haka with Tamiiti. In the early days, we, we used to have competition with uh, Oportiki. And uh, Oportiki, Tapakato, uh, has always been a, uh, a very competitive team and always have been. And uh, I belong to probably one of the, uh, the older clubs around, uh, Tekaru, uh, Ruatoki. And uh, other than that, the only other team I participate in Kapahaka more Tekaru and um, and uh, when I was in the hostel and uh, at uh, Rehua, Rehua Hostel is uh, 79 yes, Springfield yes. Road. Your perceptions of Kapahaka t- uh, Tame in your time over the last, say, maybe 20, 30 years, how has that changed in your perception? Well, more kind how of, that um, change, more, more, more kind of, more kind of Hollywood, and uh, uh, I, I, I think we, we, we need to, to, to look at it and uh, we, how party we want to take it to. But I, I think uh, that the Kapa is a, is a place that, that, that enables us to uh, promote certain things. Uh, today, Kitakamoi, uh, we're here for Te Reo. Ko Te Reo Te Mea nei Te Reo have been talked about. But more important, I think, the, the ambient like this is, is good to promote certain things that are aware of our health, of our growth, uh, our population, uh, Ibitana, Haputana, 
Tēnā koe tame iti, an archiver recording there from 2016. Joe Harawira is well known for his expertise in haka. It's been part of his life since he was a child with the Whakatane Youth Club. He stuck with it throughout his school years, including Tipine Māori Boys Boarding School in Auckland. Now, after Tipine, he headed to university and spent 30 years with the Kapahaka o Te Wānanga o Waikato. They performed this song, Rongomai, written by the late Dr. Hirini Melbourne at the 8th Polynesian Festival in 1987. He is the former chair of the Tainui Waka Cultural Trust and a former Tainui delegate for Te Matatini. In this archival corridor, I caught up with Joe at his home in Whakatane. Now, he talks about the various reasons why a group is established. There's a difference between uh, ngahau um, uh, and, uh, I mean, say, kapahaka groups were set up to do fundraising for particular mm. uh, kaupapa. I know Te Paua Mangatawhiri uh, in the early days of Te Puea, uh, their group was around um, fundraising um, to help the um, uh, marae. The, the marae. Um, and um, the, the kapahaka groups around then, uh, there wasn't all that uh, much competition um, in Kapahaka groups. They were family groups um, that uh, supported Kopapa within their particular areas. Some of them were fortunate enough to um, get enough money to travel around um, as, a, as a whanau. And so the impacts of competition, I think, have, have lifted performance. Um, you will get, um, for my time as well, you'll get groups that uh, are in there to win at all costs, and that brings out some negativity, I suppose. That mm. might be a controversial statement because I know that all groups who are competitive uh, do um, strive to do the best that they can to be the top. You know, it's the journey to be able to get there, I suppose, uh, that, that I'm talking about when I'm talking uh, competition. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with competition. I think um, that haka has grown because uh, uh, the competitive element has brought out, it's, it's an evolving art form. And we have to keep, I suppose, contemporary in a traditional sense. Is that uh, a tough balance? For, for me it is. For the young, innovative uh, tutors and kapaka leaders that we have, they are able to weave um, that, the tikanga, into um, the elements of a, of a performance to lift. I see dynamism. Uh, I see uh, a different type of energy in the performances that are being performed on stage. Um, I see um, the use of more props to um, enhance performance. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, some, the, the, the purist would say, you, you know, the only props that uh, you should have are the, um, the tayaha and uh, the weapons and the poi. And, and nowadays you've got um, all of these other 
things that are coming into which enhance the story, I suppose. Mm. Mm. And it's a different um, stance, I suppose, to in the old days where you just got up and you just did, did your performance without any of that. Matatini um, as a performer for Tikapako Tifariwana or Waikato Skaitataki of that uh, group from 70, 1978 to, uh, to 2000, uh, 2008. And, um, that's a long one, eh? Yeah, that's, a, that, that's long. And uh, the reason um, it went to 2008 was I moved back from Waikato uh, to, to Whakatane to live. Uh, and I was a... Um, the delegate, I suppose, of Waikato Tainui um, onto Te Matatini oh, yes. for about uh, no, 15, 16 years, I think it was. And I was also the chair of the Tainui Waka Cultural Trust for about 15, um, 16 years. So that was my first involvement in Te, te Matatini. I took my group, Whariwananga Waikato, to 13 nationals. Um, that's over 26 years. Wow. And my my last two on the stage uh, in terms of nationals was 2005 in uh, Rangitani. And so my involvement with um, Te Matatini has been since 1978 through till uh, 2005, I suppose. I got into uh, judging fairly uh, fairly early. I was part of uh, Timothy Karatu was our our uh, tutor uh, mm. at the time in the early, in the in the late seventies and and for quite a while leading through until um, uh, about eighty six eighty seven I think it was Timothy that got me into the judging myself and Tarita Papish who mm. was the Kaitataki the Kaitataki Wahine in nineteen seventy eight as well. He invited myself, Tarita, Hekia Parata, mm. Tafiro Maxwell. We were very young students at that time uh, to a uh, competition, actually, a regionals competition here in um, Fagatane. Was uh, it like a Tua Matatua regionals? Yeah. yeah. And this was back in um, probably ooh, we were in about 1981, I think. That's, and that's when I got involved in um, sort of my first taste of judging. Tēnā koe e Joe Harawera, nō nai te rangi Ngāti Awa, tū haurangi me Ngāti Maniapoto. He kōrero tawhito tērā mai te taurua mano te kau mā whetu, an archival recording from 2017. Ko Justin Murray aho, this is RNZ National. Me huri tātou anō ki ngā kōrero tawhito, we are delving into the sound archives. Ko hina re te ua, te kai whakapāho. Te Whare Wānanga Waikato, or the Māori Cultural Group from the University of Waikato, a group founded and tutored by Timoti Karetu. The men's leader is Hohepa Harawira, and the women's leader, Terita Papesh Huata. The choral item which Te Whare Wānanga Waikato performs is the Ngoingoi Pewherangi Tui Teka love song, E Ipo.
Tahi Tereororeka Kotera. This year marks 50 years of Te Matatini, the biennial Kapahaka competition, the last one held in Wellington 2019. Now, due to COVID 19, it's been postponed until, fingers crossed, next year, where Tamaki Makoto Iwi Ngati Fatua will host the event. On the 14th of April, a 50-song album and a book of recollections and memoirs from the festivals since 1972 and a behind-the-scenes web series will be released to mark 50 years. Akatira hemihitine kia koutou katoa kua whakarongo pīkari maiana ki tēnei hōtaka. Kia hau maru tā koutou noho, ko Justin Maria hau mauri tū, mauri ora.